Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Hope everybody has a good day and a good week ahead of them. I actually really like Mondays. I, I honestly, Mondays are my favorite day of the week. Me too. Mainly because we have a nanny. Okay, but not lately. <laughs> not lately. Well, ones we did, Mondays were my favorite. That's true. But I have, I have always loved Mondays. Really? I just, I'm, I hate Mondays. I like the fresh week. Like you have so much to look forward to. You put like the week before behind you. I always feel like I have like a ton going on on Mondays. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's like. Mondays are like stress me out. They stress me out too. But I thrive. I like thrive thrive with stress. (laughs) Did you see that Enneagram thing I did today? I loved it. Did you look at yours? Yes, Yours was spot on. What was the, I have to go look back at the quotes now because the quote for like yours was so on you. Mine was quote i have so much to do it was like your <laughs> enneagram literally mom. your quote it's literally my quote and then i looked at dj's dj says in quotes it's fine oh my gosh what was mine <laughs> yours said wait you're six yeah. is that right okay yeah. do we have what we need True. involved mama extremely nurturing creates a welcoming home planning ahead for the future diaper bag and purse always fully prepared <laughs> always on time might be found worrying about multiple things at once intentional True. mom encourages children to think before they act very accurate can you hear mine <laughs> yes i have so much to do wants to be the best mama multitasking mama encourages hard work usually found on the go worries about that they aren't present enough works hard to do it all puts pressure on themselves teaches their kids they can do anything they want to do usually has a long list of activities planned. That's true. I was just like dying at like the, the first quotes. Like I have so much to do. And I then so much to yours, do. Do we have what we need? Which is so you. Yeah, literally. And then DJ's was, it's fine. It's fine. What's Justin's? What's Justin? An, an eight. An eight. Okay, let me go look. I, this is totally off topic. But totally I saw off. this today and I was literally dying. Okay, let's see. Wait, what's he? A seven? He's an eight. Okay. I was like, the sevens is let's have fun. I'm like, that's not yeah. Justin. This is let's get it done. That is, that is Justin. so Justin. It uses their, this is like funny because it's moms, but uses their voice. Mama lion protection, small group of mom friends, always teaches kids to lead, always on the go, teaches their kids to be independent, loves caffeine. I wouldn't say no. that. Um, no apologies for who they are. Ask their children a lot of questions to create critical thinkers. Oh my gosh, that last one is Justin. <laughs> so Justin. And let's get it done. Let's that get and, it done. and uses your voice. I feel yeah, like oh, Justin's yeah. not afraid to like say what it's say wants. what it is. Yeah. So no, that's anyway, funny. I just thought that was funny. I just I don't know. I like love Mondays. I feel like over the weekend, like things are closed and like you can't like get as much done. I mean, like you can get like house stuff done. Like yeah. that's what we did this weekend, which was really yeah, nice. See, I like that. I like that. But 
I feel like like the week is like the start of the week is like I also like kind of thrive on a schedule and the weekend's not a schedule and so I'm always like Kate DJ go back to work I like will do my like normal schedule like the kids will have like their normal naps again like I feel like weekends just get crazy and overbooked but I feel like Mondays are always like a nice start to the week so I'm happy we put out podcasts on Monday because I'm like it's nice. It's, it's like a good day. It fits it the does. Monday. So anyways, happy to be back. Yes. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about last week's episode because yeah. Bailey got the nicest comments from you guys. She really did. I love when we have guests and you guys reach out to them because I know that a lot of times, which is so funny because I have never felt like super nervous being on the podcast, but it's because it's our podcast. And like when we have guests, people are like super nervous just because they they don't know what to expect. They don't know like how it's going to be. And I know that she was nervous and every guest we've had like has been very nervous yes. about it. But no need to be nervous. I was like, <laughs> even when we were like on Bethany's podcast, like we've been doing podcasts and I was still nervous. And I was still nervous. I know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's different. But it's different. But when I Bailey, when people reach out, it makes like, it makes it all worth it. Absolutely. And she, it was like such a sensitive topic yeah and so and you guys like share her story which i just i love that we can create a space for people to do that because that's what we're and you guys were all so kind and nice and it was just like it was it was really good it was got like a lot of messages of people reaching out and just telling her like she's brave or telling her they love her or like relating to her story of course and so it was nice yeah i love that i love that so much so thank you guys for being so nice to our guests (laughs) because we are always like, oh, you'll get so many messages. And if nobody messaged them, it would be embarrassing. But I know. They're like, not a single person cares. <laughs> nobody cares. I know Sydney got like so many messages yes. too. And like that, she still gets messages about. She even posted it like the other day. I like, know. I was on the podcast, this podcast. I talked about mental health and it was really good. So anyways, thank you guys. Yes. <laughs> Love you. Um, okay. What else? Let's do a weekly recap. What the frick It's else? like four day recap from our last I know, episode. But, but actually a lot has happened in the last four days. So why don't you start? Um, well, let's see. Friday morning, Justin had hernia surgery. That was probably like, that's my big thing this week and weekend because it's kind of been not fun. But he went in and I thought it was like, we were, we thought it'd be like a couple hours. It was, we were literally there for eight hours. Like it was so not the actual surgery, but like waiting and the prep and the aftercare and all of it was just like so much. And he's really sore, really hurting, but he'll be fine. I felt like, yeah, sucks because it's like he can't the surgeon called me right after and was like he literally cannot lift anything over 15 pounds for six weeks she's like and I was like how strict are you on that she's like that's the strictest thing because if he uses his abs and lifts something like that can just undo everything we just did it's like having a c-section yeah literally he's going through like c-section rehab no like literally getting your abdomen cut open yeah and I'm like, obviously, C-section is worse, so I care more about that. Yes, but, but it does no, suck. No, it sucks. It, and and I, it and sucks I to be you. To everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't. he can't even lift Rossi out of the crib. So it's like, he can't lift her into the high chair. So basic things, he's just like so sore, and I feel so bad. But at the same time, it's so hard because I'm used to having him help me on yes. the weekends. And so the weekends have been, this weekend has been a little crazy, but... We're getting through. We'll yeah. be fine. No, I, I hope he just heals and is better. That's all I care about. That's what matters, really. And that the surgery went well. Exactly. Oh, I know yeah. you were like anxious about it. So I was that's- super anxious about it. He'd never been put under like anything. So and because like he's never even tried alcohol or like he, the literal worst thing he takes is Tylenol. And so the surgeon told me she's like, cut the painkillers into like fourths. You're like, because, he can't take those. Yeah, he's like. She's like, they will hit him hard because she's like, he's got a really clean liver. I'm dead. <laughs> and so I was dying. But 
What? How was he with like the anesthesia? Did he say he felt okay? He felt fine with the anesthesia. Oh, that's yeah. good. He hasn't even taken the painkillers. He just wants to take Tylenol. So Justin. So yeah, he's fine. Though. <laughs> he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. I know. I feel bad for you though because that's just so much for you. And does it take like does it make you realize that like how much he does? Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, you do a lot, like getting the kids in the car by myself, and and it's like I'm you like, expect that during the week because you do that. I'm used to that, but on the weekends, I'm always like, ah, oh, it's my little break, like yep. taking out the trash, even literally yep. everything, anything. So when is he? So he has he can't lift anything for six weeks. When can he like start like doing like when can he go back to work? Well, he's working from home this week, kind of just like she wants. To, she said like resume activities because you want your body to like be strong and like heal and totally makes sense so i don't know i'm thinking like maybe he'll do half a week this week or something at home yeah i hope he does more but we'll see what he wants to do do you though sometimes i hate when dj's home if he like can't be helpful yeah like when he did school from home it was hard because it's like i can't just because we're leaving yeah that's That's really the reason yeah we're leaving on thursday for la because we have like a bunch of you guys know the adobe lane stuff that happened last week all the drama all the drama we sent our shipment to la to get fixed yes. and we have to go check on it and then pick it up pick it up it and recolored. give it to somebody else to fix another issue so we just have like to go to LA and we have to meet with our manufacturer for our Christmas line and yeah so we have a ton of work to do in LA this weekend so Justin has to be in tip-top shape so he, he can does. help I know I'm weekend. like do you need me to get a babysitter all day we're like brainstorming ideas he's gonna use like our camping high chair so that Rossi can just climb in and out of it herself. oh that's smart and then he's just gonna put like a like our ottoman from from our rocking chair in Rossi's room like next to the crib and let her like climb up it and then he'll just kind of help her into like the maybe crib. could throw her in the crib <laughs> oh my gosh no <laughs> oh yeah we're just gonna be creative day by day yeah and it, maybe he'll and be, I think yeah. by Friday he'll be at least like right now he's like hunched over and can't even walk like Poor he was Justin. sitting at dinner and after like 20 minutes he's like I'm really sorry I need to go sit like I'm really hurting was he sitting on a soft chair or the no. bench he was sitting on the bench and I asked him I'm like do you want the soft chair like let me switch you and he wouldn't switch me he's so nice I know but I just hope he feels better. <laughs> You're like, I need help. Thank you. you so that was your whole weekend. Yeah. Fun. I know. Fun, fun. What fun, was yours? Fun. I We went to the concert on Friday night, which was super fun. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, it was really fun. It was, we, it was Darius Rucker, who me and DJ don't know any of his songs, but it was really fun. He's a good performer. No, he was so good. And we, we knew some, like yeah. we did, we did like, you like hear him on the radio because yes. he has had like more poppy country yeah. songs. So it was fun. I mean, honestly, it was just really fun to like have a date night. That was like, it like didn't even matter. And it was like different. Like yeah. it was like not dinner in a movie or like dinner and like hanging. It was yep. just like different and exciting. Yeah. We got like dressed up. And so it was, it was what really. What did DJ wear? He just wore his normal clothes. Oh. He actually, we went shopping on Friday before the concert. Yeah. He yes. got off at, he got off at like 11 on Friday and we ended up going shopping, which was fun yes. because. I went shopping a couple of days before that and I bought a couple of things that like just didn't fit me at all. So yep. I had to go exchange. I really wanted them. So I went and exchanged them. I bought a dress for Darius Rucker and then he bought like a shirt from Aloe and he wore his new Aloe shirt. Oh it was like, gosh. it's like tan, like brown, yes. like kind of oversized with black pants and then just shoes. I wore like a denim dress and like cowgirl boots. So I definitely was more dressed up, but it was just really fun. Yeah. And we'd meet the teacher on Friday. Oh yeah. That's we'd meet so the teacher fun. Friday. Payson starts school on Wednesday. So her teacher was so nice. Payson has like not shut up about school. Like oh, she's good. so excited. So Aww. I'm hoping she has well. She literally went in there and she was like, okay, bye. You can, she said, you can leave. Did they need a list? Do you have they, to- they have like a couple, they're like, if you want to bring anything, you can bring like glue sticks, Ziploc bags, um, like, uh, like Lysol wipes and then like a couple other things. So like I'll probably thing. bring like a couple of like the little things yes. here and there, but 
nothing too crazy. They didn't like need anything. They don't have to like bring like supply supplies, yes. which is nice. Um, but they like gave us like a folder and told us like all the ins and outs and what we're gonna do. And Payson like got to go see like the cafeteria. And Is she taking naps there? They do like quiet time. Okay, so they, like have them all laid down. I bring her like a blanket and yes. the crib sheet. They like I think they have like little like mattresses or cots or something. And yes, they do like a quiet time every day, which is nice because I feel like ninety percent of the time, if she does quiet time, she falls asleep. Yeah, especially if all the other kids are doing it. And at her like last school, her little like day school, they napped. So, so. I think she'll like get used to that. She's really excited to have her lunchbox. It's so cute. Her backpack came in the mail. Yes, I, I brought it. Oh, you did? Is it cute? <laughs> it's so cute. I literally can't wait to see it. I don't know why I haven't looked at it yet. I know. But so she's really excited, which I'm really excited. I'm like nervous, excited. Like it's like a weird feeling like now, like because she was like in her day school, but I always knew I could like pull her out and it didn't oh, really yeah. matter and whatever. But now it's like she's like in school. Like it's, I, I like was like kind of emotional. It was fine, but. It was good. I'm glad she like, enjoyed it and like wants to go back. Like oh, she's yeah. so excited. We went over to my in-laws tonight and um, my father-in-law was like, Payson, did you love school? Are you going to go? And she goes, not right now. We're going next week. Like, because like, she keeps you, asking me to go and I keep saying we're going next, next week. week. It's and not so tonight. he was like, you're going to go. And she like was like, actually, no, I'm not going tonight. So we had that, which was fun. The concert was a blast. And then Saturday I got so much done. Good. And then I like cleaned my whole closet out. So good. I was just organized, girly, hot mom summer. Hot mom summer. That was good. And then we went to dinner with our friends on Saturday, which was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's just nice to get out of the house. It's like kind of a late dinner. I know. I was just like so ready to get out of the house more than anything. Yeah. Especially you. I know. I was like, get me out of here. Oh my gosh. People get so mad when I say especially. Especially. Sorry. Especially. I've gotten that comment before. I know. Sorry. People get so mad. And like. Like people get like people get mad if I say like. So stop it. We have been having like a day today and yesterday. Not your day. Not my weekend. And I don't want to get emotional, but I like really was not feeling up for doing the podcast today just because I have been having like quite a, a bit of anxiety and I usually don't feel anxiety. So it stresses me out a little bit to feel anxiety, but when you ha- when you feel anxiety, it makes you even more anxious. It's like that's the worst thing like ever. How I feel You're like I don't want to feel this, but I can't stop. Like my yeah. stomach hurts. I like have been heart's like, beating, shaking. Yeah. Like everything, I like feel like I'm on the brink of tears every five seconds, and it's just like personal life stuff going on that like just makes me feel really anxious. I like literally called that therapist today. Like I emailed them to <gasps> get in because I'm just like I just am feeling really anxious, and I don't feel like I'm like. Where did you get her info? Online. Oh. Well, Bailey sent it to okay. us, and then I emailed her. Oh, so I, was like, I didn't know that you were in the that group. I yeah. didn't know if she sent. Yeah, it to she you sent too. it to us. Good. And I emailed her. Just I like I don't know. I just have been like feeling like more like bouts of anxiety yes. here and there. Yeah, I don't know if you it's said last of, week too. You had like a day that was like really just like you felt like very shaky. And yeah, stuff. and I usually don't feel like that. Yeah. And so I feel like something is going on. Like, I don't know if it's like a hormone imbalance right now or if like there's just a lot going on in my life. Like I'm like breaking out on my forehead and I like don't break out. You have zero zits. I'm like, don't, look at, do you see it right here? <laughs> no. Dude, look close. <laughs> there's literally nothing, there you guys. I just, and I like him like on the brink of tears. I'm like crying all day. I had to take a nap today. And like, that's just like really like, I feel like not like me. Yeah. And. Just need like an outside source. Yeah. And just to, talk through things because I'm just feeling that like feeling of anxiety yeah like I was like sitting up by my pool to like two in the morning last night just because I was just anxious like so anxious and it's just hard because it's just yeah it's like a feeling you can't get to go away completely and 
not even like an over like I'm not I don't feel like overwhelmed but I just feel like on the brink like yes I feel like at any moment I can like break down and cry and And I think that that's like something I don't know that we're like the good and the bad on the podcast yeah we were like what are we gonna talk about our weekly recap I'm like well I've been feeling really anxious like do I talk about it yeah like no and it's good it's true and like we like I just really was not feeling up to podcasting yeah but I don't want to take a week off because then it's just, it just doesn't seem as real and raw to me to like, yeah, to be like, okay, it's a bad day. Like, let's just not. Yeah. And like, let's just never talk about it yeah. when it's like, you're allowed to feel the feelings that you're feeling. Yeah. So anyways, that's me. Just the past couple of days, I've just felt off. So that's my weekly recap. But I feel like I'm like, like, I feel like the more I like, talk like we were like we sat me and jb just sat here for like an hour and talked and like it made me feel a lot better just to like yeah just get like which i think is why like therapy will be like therapeutic yes because i feel like i just need to like talk and like i don't know i'm like such a sensitive person and sometimes i wish that i wasn't because i like can't move on like if something happens to me like i don't hold grudges like that's just that's not my personality i don't hold grudges but i I hold on to like a sensitivity. Yes. And like, especially when it's something to do with somebody else and I can't control the situation. Yeah. Like that is like really, really hard for me and it's out of my control and I just can't ever stop thinking about it. You just can't like let your mind go turn off. Yeah. And like, that's, I think why I like wanted to nap today. Cause that's the only time I could like get my mind like not turn to it focus off. on it. But yeah. it does suck because I mean, nobody wants to feel anxious, but then also like, Part of me is like, social media is my job. I have to like, get on social media and like, I don't want to be like, I'm anxious and I'm sad. And like, cause people are like, oh, you're complaining about your life when it's like, it's not about my life. It's just like a feeling that I'm having, you and know? It's, yeah. It's hard to show it because no matter what, you're doing something wrong. Like you're either complaining or you're like not showing the good or like, showing the bad. Enough. No, exactly. So it's like, you're like not, e- you're either not real yeah. or you're complaining too much. You're complaining too much. Like you can't find a win. No, you can't. So I just have like, I had like a few messages that have been like, hey, you've been like a little absent the last couple of days. And I have been. <laughs> I just feel like every time I open the app, I feel anxious. Like not anything that anybody's doing on Instagram or TikTok yes. or anything. It's just my like personal feelings and problems that I'm just like, can't get away from. I feel feeling, like, yeah. So happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday, you guys. So we are going to do it because we had a good chat and I feel better and we are excited about today's episode. We've actually had this episode planned for a few weeks. A while, yeah. Yeah, we actually had our advice column episode planned. Like, actually, that wasn't planned. That was like spur of the moment. Let's do that. And then we were supposed to do our marriage advice episode the next week, but we were like, well, we can't do, or like the Monday. It was like Thursday and the Monday. And we're like, we can't do two advice episodes. So no. we had to wait a minute. We had to push it out. But we wanted to do this one more on marriage because yep. we both have like gone through um, kind of like a funk lately. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to answer a lot of your guys's um, advice questions that you had to our best advice, like what we would do. Oh my gosh, I'm dead at that message. Somebody's like, what makes you qualified to give marriage advice? You know, I'm like literally nothing. Nothing. Besides the fact that I want to for fun. Or because I'm married. <laughs> or because I'm married. No, but I, just having a different perspective. It's not about like a specific conversation you should have, but. But like, I like, I would say like both of us have like good marriages, but oh, like sure. I have rocky parts of my marriage that I go to you and I'm yeah. like, what would you do in this situation? Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, me and Justin have dealt with that. This is what I do in exactly. that situation. It doesn't, it's not that 
I'm putting my marriage on a pedestal or no. putting somebody else's marriage. Or that I'm overly qualified to like bingo. guide you through your marital marital issues. But it's but the extra person. Yeah, just somebody like saying this and then just giving you like one more push to like have a conversation or try something new or like whatever it is. And so that's why we're qualified. <laughs> and I also feel like a lot of it too, like when I'm going through all the questions, like there's like four reoccurring themes. Like, oh, so yes. you are not alone. No, Everybody not alone. has the same issues that you're having. Yep. Like, and I think talking about them like out loud and like telling you guys that you're not alone and like we got this question multiple times like you don't feel like you're going through life by yourself and that you're like a crazy person or like feeling like not validated because everybody wants to feel validated exactly like I think being a woman that's just like part of who we are is who we are yeah Yeah. so and we're also going to talk about love languages and how that plays into marriage so anyway anyway so like we said I feel like we can feel when I'm like in a funk with DJ, like yes. specifically, like we're just on each other's case. We're like annoyed at each other. And it's not something you can pinpoint. It's not like you got in a fight and then you're in a funk. It's usually just like, I don't know what it is, but something is just like making me mad. Every single thing you do, the way you breathe, the way you talk, the way you're doing this. Literally. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It seems like you're just in a funk and like both of you guys though i would say funks usually last anywhere from like three to five days i totally agree but never over five no never over five i feel like it usually ends at the five because by five is like we at least hit a weekend so we are able to spend alone time together like i feel like it usually i think my funks with like dj are mostly because we're not spending enough time together yeah like that's like normally where our funks like come into play is like when we're not making time to like separate from our children or separate from work or separate from school or separate from life and like life just gets so busy sometimes especially as like a mom and like with your husband in school and or oh, working yeah. or whatever and so I think most of my funks will come from like come from that come from that do, yeah. you, do you agree yeah I would say so probably just like or lack of communication yeah of just like what's going on in in our life like I have this going on or I want to do this or we like didn't talk about that. And then it's just like kind of stems and goes from there. And it starts at like the beginning of a week. Yeah, like I didn't exactly. tell you about something I was doing Monday. And, and then now you're like still mad at me and it's Thursday. Like, I don't know. You know, it's like, but you can't really pinpoint it because it's like, oh, we talked about that. It's over. It's over. But I'm still feeling upset but about I'm it. But I'm still upset and annoyed. So how do we, how do you move on from your funks? I feel like for us, it's just planning a date night. That's like, oh, I was going to say. Planning a date night and just... Like I plan like a bigger date night just to make it like extra special extra special and like long. We did like dinner shopping and a movie. So it was yep. like a really long date night and it was like perfect. It just we didn't even like have to talk about being in a funk. No, it could like yeah. connect again. I think that it's the reconnection. And yeah. I think we got that question so many times like on our question boxes. Like how do you reconnect with your spouse after having a baby? And just time yeah literally it's like prioritizing time like we all love our kids we all want to be with our kids we all as moms feel like that mom guilt of not being enough with our kids but also like you have to make time for your spouse yeah like and if you don't like you'll notice it you will truly notice it in your life and I think that I mean obviously we'll get into that more but that's like I, I don't know just date nights and like just reconnecting yeah. In, in that way. I think that's maybe where love language comes into it more because for me, like my love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. And like gift giving. Like those I say would be like my top two. Mm-hmm. Whereas DJs are quality time and um, physical touch. And so when we're not, and I feel like, I feel like a lot of 
men is physical touch. Yes. Like, I, that's just, yeah. I feel like it's just, like, more natural for men to be physical touch. Yep. And, like, DJ is quality time. So, like, if we don't get enough quality time together, which I think quality time and, like, touch kind of go hand in hand. Because yeah, if I, I, like, I, like, went and looked up, like, exactly what they were. Okay, read them. To, like, talk about. Do it. So, Words of affirmation is about expressing affection through spoken words, praise, or appreciation. When this is someone's primary lo- love language, they enjoy kind words and encouragement, as well as uplifting quotes, love notes, or cute text messages. You can make a person's day by complimenting them or pointing out what they do well. Do you feel like that's true? That's very true. That's, do you feel you, like that's very true for me? Yeah, very much. Yeah. I am like, you need to tell me how you feel. Yes. Like, and a text goes a very long way with me. Yeah. Like, you could text me and say, I'm thinking about you and I love you. Like, yeah. And to you, that's like, oh my gosh. To me, like, it means the world. Yeah. Like, definitely. And I think DJ has gotten so good at that in our marriage. Like, if we haven't talked all day and he's like gone to work or whatever, he'll he'll always 10 out of 10 times text me during the day, randomly during the day and say, I love you and I miss you and the kids. And I'm like, he was just thinking about me. Exactly. And And like, that's all I needed. I needed to just know he was thinking about me. He was thinking about you. But he didn't used to do that. It took time and energy and communication from me to be like... To say like, I need this from I you. I need you to text me in the middle of the day and tell me that you're thinking about me. Yes. Because I would say like, hi, we haven't talked all day. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I was thinking about you. I'm like, yeah, you need to tell me when you're thinking about me. Yes, like and I like, want to know. I remember like at the beginning of our marriage, like I would tell him that like, I like need to know you're thinking about me. Yes. Like, I need to know that you love me and I believe that you love me. I know you love me. I married you because you loved me, but... You need to just remind me that you love yes. me. And so he's that's gotten definitely. very good at that. Good. So that is like, I feel like that's communicating though. Communicating what your love language is. What your love is. language is. Yeah. Next one. Quality time. Someone with this love language wants undivided attention. They feel loved if you are present, focused when you are together. This means putting down your cell phone, turning off your tablet, or making eye contact and actively listening. So, yeah. Is that DJ? That's so DJ. <laughs> that's literally so DJ. He just wants to like spend time together. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then physical touch. A person with physical touch is their primary love language, feels love through physical affection. Aside from sex, they feel loved when their partner holds their hand, touches their arm, gives them a massage. And at the end of the day, um, this per- person's uh, idea of a perfect date night would include cuddling on the couch. <laughs> that is, I feel like DJ so much too. <laughs> and then the next one's acts of service. For acts of service, a person feels loved and appreciated when someone does nice things for them, such as helps them with anything like around the house or putting gas in your car, vacuuming, like little things. They love when people do little things for them and can often be found doing these these acts of service for other people. And then receiving gifts. Gift giving is symbolic of love and affection for someone with this love language. They treasure not only the gift itself, but also the time and effort the gift giver put into it. Which one do you think you are? Oh, for sure, receiving gifts. But I also feel like your acts of service. Because I don't feel like it's... To, okay. I'm definitely not words of affirmation. No, that's the last I, one like, I would say that I, you are. I would, Justin and I have never, never text. No. Never. I know. Like, I know. like I'm on your... my way home. No, and I know. And that's like our text for the whole day. I know. And it makes me want to kill you because I need you to tell me you love me. You don't? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but you, I don't even think that you're gifts. I would say you're maybe, okay, I don't want to tell you what you are because you know you are. But I also <laughs> feel like you are very much acts of service. Well, I think there's a difference between what you give as, as, the, as the love language like you give most versus what you want to feel loved. Okay. Like to, for me to feel loved, receiving gifts is mine. Because I feel like then you're thinking of me. But it doesn't act- even have to be big. But that's what I was going to say is I, I feel like you appreciate a, like a free gift as much as you do as like a valued gift. Yeah. Like, which to me is acts of service. Yeah. Like 
like for somebody to just go out of their way to like like give you an act of service I feel like would be just as important to you as like a monetizing gift yeah does that make sense yeah I think I mean everybody likes gifts like I, I don't yes. I agree with that yes. but then I'm thinking like well they bring you a meal but like I guess that's a gift I guess that would be a gift not an act of service what would that be well it, yeah it depends how you how you qualify gifts I think yeah like I'm thinking of love as in like me and Justin not like my friends as much really I think I think of both you think of both yeah I don't know I think that but you're so like sentimental about it too like I bought in you like a t-shirt that was like $15 and you've like been so grateful like have like said how much you appreciate it like 50 times like I think it's more it's more to you the intent exactly than it is is what it is because I think sometimes like gift giving comes off as like materialistic and like it almost sounds like a negative no because I like receiving gifts too like that's my second love language like I totally agree but it's not about like DJ will bring me home a soda without telling me and I'm like that was the nicest thing you've ever done it's like something's literally so small so it doesn't need to be like a gift but like an act of service like well yeah I guess act of service to me is like yeah, like Justin fills up the gas in my car. Like that's not really, he's not giving me a gift. But like yeah. he, or like for me, every time I go to Nordstrom, I like buy him the Nordstrom bar because I know he loves that. Oh, you totally and like, do that. That's a gift. Yes. Like even though it's really small and it's $3. Yes. It's like it doesn't matter the value. It matters that that's how Justin feels love yeah. from you. And that's like how I like to show love to well, people. And it like he, he like have said it and you've listened. He doesn't have to ask for it. He exactly. just listened and knew that, or like you just listened to him say that. And, and he knew. And you know. And I know. Yeah, yeah. So I know. I Yeah, I agree. DJ's very like physical touch though. Like, oh, so is Justin. And I can tell when we're in a funk if like we've been out with the kids every single night and like we don't even hold hands because we're holding kids and we're chasing children and we're doing this and that. And like I could tell you date one with DJ at the lake with the first time I met him. Yes. Physical touch. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, he really likes me because he wouldn't keep his hands off me. Yes. Like, his arm was around me. His hand was on my leg. He, like, was always touching me. And I was like, wait, he, like, really likes me because he's touching me a lot. Yes. But that was, like, DJ's way of, like, showing he liked and me. And he, like, wants it back. He wants it. Oh, yeah. yeah he wants it back. He, yes. like, wants me to, like, be touching him at all times. Yes. Not even, like, <laughs> sex, but just, like, he would think I was mad at him if, like, my hand wasn't, like, on his leg while he was driving or, like, yes. hand on his head while he was sleeping. Like, he, like... Like, something. He, like, wants to be, like, physical touching. Like, yeah. But also quality time, which I yeah. think is where we probably get in the most biggest funk. Yes. Is because, like, we're so... Our schedules are kind of opposite yeah. right now. Like, with, like, the kids. Like, I have the kids all day and he's at work all day. And then when the kids go to sleep, I want to get my work done. Yeah. And so I'll either, like, go out with you and we'll get work stuff done. Or we'll have meetings or we'll do this or we'll do that. And I don't get to spend quality time with him. And then he's asleep by the time I get home. So right then yes. and there, we're getting rid of physical touch because I haven't talked to him or touched him all day. All day. And then and also quality time so that's like i notice we get in our biggest funks and the same thing we just need to spend quality time together completely even if it's just for like an hour to like spend by ourselves without our kids yeah yeah no i know i think that love languages are super important what's justin's to know physical touch yeah i don't know after that probably i would probably say after that his would be words of affirmation which i don't do well (laughs) (laughs) I'll try. You're like, not that he, bad. He like compliments me all the time and like says stuff. And then I realize like I didn't say anything back. I'm like, oh, thanks. And like I ended at that. <laughs> or I'm like, no, like that's not true. 
Yeah. If he's like, oh, you look like so good in that. I'm like, Ugh, whatever. Like, no, I don't. Because that's just like me. Well, and that's he's women. been like, can you please accept this? Like, I'm trying to. Because he's trying to show you he loves he's you. He's trying to like show me. And he's like, no, I think this. Like, I don't care what you think. So like, just. Yeah. Like, accept. I will like send you like a really long text about how much I love you. And I love our friendship. And you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And then you text me back and say, same. <laughs> no, just kidding. You've no. never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. No, but you are really bad at words of affirmation. I know. I just like get uncomfortable (laughs) jamie's like cringe no but but i think it's good but i think it's good to like know your love languages but also to like check back in and like make sure that your love language hasn't changed and that your partner's love language hasn't changed because i think that there are seasons of life where like you do feel like like for me like especially after having a baby it's like i do want more words of affirmation because i feel not confident and i feel like uncomfortable in my body but then like but at that time like physical touch is not anywhere near my love language like I don't, don't really want to be touched yeah like, I feel uncomfortable and I feel awkward and touched out with and kids touched out yeah. yeah so I think that checking in and like going back and seeing that your love language is what it is that's is, a really good point is, like really important no that's a really good point I'm like <laughs> DJ was like home all summer like my issue was not quality time like we spent a lot, of, spent time a lot of time yeah so I felt like I was like drowning in time time yes. because i felt like we're together all the time you're like, but now he's back in school and i'm like okay, okay. now i miss you exactly sometimes you gotta separate a little bit to yes. like miss each other like he, he's like texting you from the living room love you thinking love you. about and i'm you. like i'm going to target yeah. I'm, I'm book i'm gone <laughs> but i get out end of the story here yes. so we can start doing questions because we have a lot of questions that i'm very excited to answer but every marriage gets off I yes. think is like the moral of our stories. Yes. And like there's funks that you go through and like it's super normal. Super normal. Especially as moms. Oh, it's yeah. extra normal to feel touched out or yep. done with yeah. everything. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And I remember, like, one of the questions that I actually didn't screenshot asked asked about advice. And um, one of, it said, like, how do we stay in the honeymoon phase forever? We're four months like married and I'm like I literally wish that that was a thing I don't know like you can't you there's, don't there's no way but I think like I don't know remembering those feelings that you felt can like help you but I know I wish there was a way to stay in the honeymoon phase forever but I think there's ways to feel in the honeymoon phase exactly like there's times where I'm reminded of that like honeymoon feeling like yes. I don't know like when we were in Belize for instance like that like time right before Belize was when we were like in our funk because he was so busy with school and I was so busy with work stuff and like we were just like really off and I remember being like Belize was the best thing we could have done we took our kids with us and it was still the best thing we could have done like to just spend uninterrupted time together like just all day every day it was just so nice to like almost like fall back in love again and like fall back in love in such a different way because like when you're in your honeymoon phase, it's just you two. So like, it's a little bit easier to fall in love because oh, there's yeah. no other outside noise and like volume around you like yep. with your kids. That's and, why you're in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. Like you're just like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. And that's the only thing that matters, which is so important. You oh, should yeah. always have that honeymoon phase. And obviously 
it's very important. And I hate when people would say things like when you first got married, like, enjoy it while it lasts. It's not going to last forever. Like, that's so negative. Like, why would you say that? Like, you want the honeymoon phase to last forever. And you just need to keep finding ways to spark that same feeling that you felt completely in the past. Yes. We're done. We're done. Goodbye. Good podcast. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) We are going to take a really quick ad break and then we will be back to answer some of your guys' questions. You guys know we're all about hot mom summer over here and we have a new product to make it even hotter. This year has been focused on health for us, self-care, working out, and eating better. And on top of that, we've been trying to drink more water every single day. You guys have probably seen me talk about Air Up on my TikTok and Instagram. The Air Up drinking system is a refillable water bottle that turns plain water into flavored water through scent alone. Unlike flavored drinks, though, the Air Up water bottle adds taste through science alone, which means you're drinking nothing but plain water and air. Pop in a pod and let the aromas from fruits, plants, and spices make your brain and taste buds light up. Use code CODEPENDANT10, one word, and the link will be in the bio of this episode. And we are back to give you all of our Very well qualified yeah. advice. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> all of our advice. Okay, number one, have you ever gone to sleep mad at your husband? That's a good one. Honestly, I haven't because I don't work like that. Like just, I don't do Justin that. would. He would like go to sleep and be like, let's talk about it tomorrow. And then DJ by the morning, too. he'd be over it. But I will not sleep. No. I will be up all night. Me too. We've like both been annoyed and like rolled over. And he knows I can't sleep. And so now he can't either. So like he'll be like, okay, can we talk? Because I'm so stubborn. Because like, <laughs> I'm a sociopath. <laughs> I'm so psycho. I think most women are like that. No, I'm just like, I can't just like go to sleep and act like nothing happened because I just won't sleep. Well, and on top of that, like what I think of is the next day, like DJ is going to like go to work all day. Like, are we still fighting? Are you still mad at me? Like, yeah. are we going to text about this fight my now? my whole day going to just be like wondering yeah. where we're at? No, I, I agree with it's that. It's not worth it. I think maybe like, one or two times we've gone to sleep mad like just because it was late and just we were both over it and like I ended didn't up, have the emotion to even like talk about it exactly and then you wake up the next morning and like we've been able to communicate about it or it's been like one of those fights that like was because it was late you like wake up and you're like what was that what we fight again about? I don't even remember so we're over it yeah I definitely don't think you should go to mad- bed mad I agree but also if you're talking in circles it's and me. you're just exhausted. It's just, it's, it's not, not going to no. figure it out anyway. And I think that it also depends how you deal with emotion. Like if you and your husband both like, like time to just think, then, then, then go to sleep that and that's okay. But if you, if one of you can't, I think to validate the other person, like try to at least talk about it or make a plan. Like, I really don't want to go to sleep mad. Like I love you and leave it at that. And then in the morning, I was going to say, I think that's what me and DJ have done. We've never like gone to sleep, like not speaking. Yes. But like, we'll just be like, we're both exhausted. Let's not talk about it right now. We're both still upset. But yeah. like, I love you. Give me a kiss. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Like we'll do you at that. Least end it like, yeah, you like semi positive. Yeah. Tie like, on like a tiny ribbon. Yeah. It's not, not a big bow. It's literally a tiny ribbon. No, literally <laughs> though. I don't like super get makeup sex very much. I I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I, I like. I'm like that doesn't make. That actually like makes me more mad. Like I want to like cuddle and yes. like like feel love. Feel lovey dovey. Yeah. Like there, I, I can count on one hand how many times we've had makeup sex. Yeah. Same. And it's not the best. Like I don't. I just. I would rather not be like ang- like angry. not that you're angry. Like you got over it, but like I don't know. I'm still know, a little always like it's the best. I'm like what? I mean, I, I can like, think of one occasion where it was that, okay. I think that I can't even like get my mind to even like go there because I'm that, just like me no. too. It's about your mindset. It's it's your mind. It's your yeah. mind. Okay, tips for being married in college: financials, time spent together, all the craziness. Okay, I know I'm gonna sound like a grandma, 
So like, don't judge me. But like what I would give to go back to that. I know. Like being married in college. I mean, there's definitely challenges that came. Oh, 100%. But like going back to where or like go from where we are now to there is so different well we were talking about yesterday kids, just like house, our rent mortgage our rent payment. was like a quarter of the cost it was literally so cheap it was literally so cheap and i took it for granted oh 100%. but at that point like it did feel very stressful it was so stressful so i get it i get feeling like that but i think just like i don't know taking it all in and just I, that sounds like so old but <laughs> it's true just i don't know like it's hard and stuff but it will only get harder that's very negative. That's very okay. negative. But also I'm like, myself in the butt. but I remember when people would say that to me and I yes. would be like, oh, that's still silly. But like, oh man, like we counted down the days until we were out of Rexburg. Like yeah. we counted them down. <laughs> we were out of there. But like now I look back and I'm like, man, like we could have soaked that up so much more. Like completely there was, it was our last time, just the two of us, yep. like so much of our life changed after that moment. And like how much simpler times were to like go to school and like come home and like. I worked like a part-time job. Like, yeah, it seemed like a lot. And I'm not like trying to not validate your feelings because I would ask that exact same question in yeah. that moment. And it does like seem like a lot. But first of all, it is doable. You can do it. Can Remind do yourself it. Yes. that you can do it. And like live within your means, but like enjoy your life. And still like, yeah, make time for date nights because it's like time spent together. We would literally just be like, okay, let's both do homework. Let's sit down next to each other on the couch. That's what we do. Let's bang out homework for an hour and then let's just like put our laptops away and hang out. Yeah. Like what can you get done in an hour? And like also to know ahead of time, like Justin would tell me, I have a huge project this week. So like I'm going to be doing homework a lot. And then I would prepare and know like this week is just, we're not going to hang out as much at night or like whatever. He has a lot of homework to do. So I think just like communication of that. Yeah. And that your finances are just going to be like pinching pennies because that's just how it is. It just is how it is. But find the little things and go on cheap dates and still make dates a priority. We'd go to Cafe Rio and we'd buy beans (laughs) and then we'd and beans and a tortilla. It was like $4 and we'd go home and we'd make our like bean and cheese burritos at home with Cafe Rio beans and tortillas because it was like a semi-date night because it was like affordable but like we're kind of still eating out like I don't know that was like (laughs) one of our favorite things to do because we go home and like make like the perfect burrito we go to Taco Bell and get mild sauce to eat with it like oh my gosh that's just like what you liked yeah yeah and like I think back to that time and I'm like oh my gosh like there was so many little moments that I like just like didn't realize that those were like core memories oh completely like I like think of them I'm like in our tiny apartment with like nugget like yes I'm such a grandma but like enjoy it (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It is. In-laws. Let's talk about in-laws. My mother-in-law listens to every episode. My husband is fine. talk too much trash. (laughs) I love my in-laws. My husband is fine not seeing or talking to his family because of how awful they treat me. But I feel guilty and so badly want a positive in-law relationship. How do I fix it with people who aren't willing to change? This is interesting because I feel like a lot of issues would stem from like the husband taking the in-law side. So I feel like this was like a very different question that like your husband is like, on your side and doesn't want to help with it. I feel like men are so different than women in that sense. Like even DJ, I feel like like his family gets together a lot and he will be like, like, Oh no, I'm like not feeling up for it tonight. Or like, I kind of just wanted like a chill night at home or something, but I feel the guilt of it. Cause yeah. I'm like, it like it, cause it, people always think it's probably your fault. Well, exactly. Exactly. Like that and you're like, I don't want to go. Exactly. But it's like, I understand it from like a male's perspective of like being at work or something all day and just like wanting to come home and like hang out with your kids like by yourself. Like I can understand that perspective, but 
like my in-laws treat me good so i can't imagine what it would be like for your in-laws to not treat you well like like you to not ever want to go either exactly so i think in this situation like maybe talk to your husband about what you can go to like I personally wouldn't miss a birthday. Yes. Like show up for the big things. So that way they know that you're like there for the big things, you know, and yeah. really try to tell your husband and communicate those feelings of like, I want a good relationship with like your Completely. family and do whatever you can do. But also on the flip side of that, don't be taken advantage of. No, and and set, like it's okay to have boundaries. Like if you're being treated horribly, that's not okay. And you shouldn't feel guilty about and that. And you shouldn't feel guilty. Yeah, you have to be able to set those boundaries. Even like if you're not telling them, you're setting them. But like in your own marriage, like, We'll go to these events. And besides that, like, I'm not comfortable to, like, go beyond that. And then, yes, hopefully or slowly you can work your way. Or if that works for you, then that's just what you stick to. Yeah. So. But if you really want a good relationship with them, put in as much effort as you're willing to. And if they don't reciprocate the effort, then you know in your heart you've done everything that you can possibly do to have a good relationship with them. And you can walk away feeling like I've done it all. Completely. Okay, how to handle him not being as affectionate as you or complimenting you. And I feel like I like that one because we were talking about love languages. Yeah. And I think expressing and checking in, expressing love languages and like going over what they mean and like how you feel love. And not even just like I'm acts of service, but like I'm acts of service, but I want this and this and this. Like this would make me feel love. Yes. And like for me, I'm like, I love flowers. Like I literally love having flowers in my house. So I'm like, that is to me like you're showing me but it's like you have to express that you have to communicate that absolutely because they can't read your mind they can't read your mind you want them to go get you flowers every week but they don't know to do that automatically and to tell them like hey in your situation it's like affectionate as you or not complimenting you it's like you need to tell him that hey I feel loved when you compliment me and I've I'm feeling like low about myself or I just like I really need you to compliment me even even if you think I should know that I'm like beautiful or whatever, I don't feel that. It's like I need to be told. And that. I was going to say like most of the time it's not malicious or it's not because he doesn't think you're beautiful, but yeah. it's just because guys are sometimes idiots. Yeah. They just are like, oh, like, oh she knows. She, she knows. knows she's beautiful. She knows yeah. it is like, it's, like, it's like, no. like, no, I need you to tell me. And as women, we just a lot of times expect men to read our minds because yes. we feel this way. And it's so obvious to all of us that. We just think they should know. Yes. But that's just not the case. And so spelling it out for them is just, I remember mom telling me one time I was like talking to her and I'm like, how do you like, I think it was flowers. I'm like, how do you like get dad to like buy you flowers so many times? And I remember her just being like, because I've told him to do it for 25 years, like every week for 25 years. She's like, you never stop teaching your husband things. Like that sounds so bad, but she would like teaching them what you like, what you need to feel love. Yeah. And and I remember her telling me that she's like, there are still things that like, I have to remind dad to do and like how I feel like to remind him how I feel loved, you know, and yes. that doesn't stop because you've been married for 25 years. Like you always are constantly reminding and changing. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you could have like something different that you want to use or try or have. Like you said, especially like postpartum, you yeah. like really need that validation. And then like, that I'm wondering how things will change too. like as an empty nester. Like I think that there's just stages of life where your love language changes. And yeah. so you need to check in with each other to like feel that yeah bingo bingo jamie <laughs> how to bring up conversations to talk about sex or spicy things up in the bedroom i like that question me too i feel we had a few like this so we're kind of gonna like pull a few different yes we're gonna pull a few it. different ones because i i think that it depends on i don't know it's hard like your personality too and what you're like if 
if sex like is a very taboo topic and you grew up like that and you feel like your husband's kind of like that too, then it becomes uncomfortable. Yes. And so, I don't know. What would you say? Or is it just like a personal insecurity? Yeah, is it a personal thing? Because I feel like, and I'm not going to, I don't want to like generalize men because I've actually have had like people I know that their husbands are like very closed off to like trying anything new and like- hundred percent. And I, so I don't want to like say that it's a man thing, but I, I feel like a lot of times men might feel uncomfortable to like bring it up in the first place. To be like pressuring you to do something you don't want to do. Exactly. But if you bring it up, I feel like a lot of the time they'd be like, oh, wait, like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely actually, I do want to yes. do that. I want to try this or I want to do that. And so I don't know. I think that, I think the communication is like huge. Yes. And there's a sex therapist that I literally I love. Her name is Vanessa Marin, M-A-R-I-N. And she has a page on Instagram. And Bethany has shared her. Um, Krista Horton has shared her. Like people literally love her because she has like all these guides. But she also just talks about different like things in life of like postpartum and how she doesn't even have kids. But she's like had a lot of moms to give her things. But she has a lot of things like how to introduce new things in the bedroom or how to like be comfortable she even has guides on like exactly how to do certain things and so I don't know she just covers a lot of things that makes you feel very very comfortable she even does like a Q&A where it'll be like submit this and then turn on your volume next to your husband and I'll talk about this topic oh I love so that. you're not really like bringing it up she is she is yeah and then you can ask your husband like how did you feel about that or like yeah that like was listen, really listen to this like that was super interesting because it wasn't you saying it I love she that. does that weekly and I think that's really cool I actually really I didn't she, gets, know she does that. yeah that's she, really cool. she gets like a lot of cool things on there like and she's like, turn this up next to your husband. Like, if you want to say something, like, I'll talk about the topic. It It is hard, too, because I feel like as women, like, not that, like, it's not about us, but I feel like sometimes we, like, kind of just, like, do sex as, like, a checkoff. Like, completely. okay, like. I've been there before. I've been there completely. But sometimes we need to remind ourselves, like, sex is supposed to be enjoyable, enjoyable for us as well. And it should yeah, be as. Just as enjoyable. As enjoyable. And I think, like. I'm like thinking about toys because I got a question about like using sex toys and how we feel comfortable doing that, especially like as like members of the church and like even talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've gotten that before. Yes. I think that it shouldn't be taboo to talk about like pleasing a woman. I agree. And that's like something I love about Bethany is that she is open with very open with that. I agree. And, And even like that Vanessa Marin therapy that I really love, like that women shouldn't feel ashamed to feel pleasure. But I will say, like, right when we got married, like, somebody gave me a vibrator for, like, our wedding, like, whatever. And I, like, was embarrassed. I was. No, like, I right would never got, tell anybody. I, Are you kidding? And, like, I wouldn't even tell DJ. No. Like, I was yeah. embarrassed. And then I remember being like, oh, someone got us this. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's, like, so, so weird. Like, so funny, right, babe? Like, <laughs> I, but I was, like, so embarrassed. <laughs> like, because like, I, I felt like it was his worth like you're not doing enough sexually so like i need to bring something else I into the bedroom, like bring it which in. wasn't no, the case what? it was just to spice things up a little bit well and like if that's how you feel pleasure there's nothing wrong with that well i think the <laughs> like it doesn't even need to spice it or make it new like if that's how you feel pleasure then like you can have that and use that. Do like, I know how I introduce sex plays into how? <laughs> it's so funny. I wonder if DJ knows this, but I like put it like in my bedside table, like next to me, and I like That's just where ours are, and I just like whipped it out. Like we didn't talk about it. I just like whipped it out mid 
<laughs> you're like here we are and i just had he's like what's that and i was like oh just you know nothing just for me <laughs> and i just like brought it out and we like didn't really talk about it after that but then we just started using it yeah like I was just like, I want to try it and yes. I don't want to talk about it because it felt more embarrassing to me to talk about it. This is like when we were first married, you guys, chill. Yes. But like, chill, guys. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. I can just feel it. I can just feel I'm getting judged. But like, I was embarrassed to talk about it like yes. because I didn't want him to feel like his manhood was on the line because I needed and, to use and something. And that's a horrible, horrible, horrible like misconception. But nobody talked to me. No, 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 no. Totally. I'm not. No, I'm no, not no. I get, I get, me, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. That's, but I feel like that's how other people feel. I agree. Like that it's taking that away or like you're a woman and you shouldn't like feel that or care about that when actually you should. Like you should more. If not more than yeah. he should. And I think that that's like a huge, a huge thing to be able to bring up and like to be comfortable. And even if you're awkward, like you had a really good point to maybe like text. Yeah, I, I did say that. Not like sexed even, but just like, Hey, I've been, if you feel uncomfortable talking in person to just like, well, I can think of like, even there was a time that me and like my like friend Lexi, she was in town and she was like telling me about like this, like thing that they used and whatever. And I was like, okay, like I want to try it. But like, I like didn't really want to bring it up to DJ. I was like, we, I was like weird. And so she, we and her like went to a sex store and I just bought it yes. and I sent him a photo of it. That was like how I told him I bought it. And then he was like, oh, so excited like and then we used it yes like and that was it you know what I mean so it was like I was like I don't like want to like talk about it but like I wanted him to like know I had it and I wanted to like use it and so that was like my way of like introducing it to him and then his response was awesome can't wait and then and like I feel like 90% of the time that's the response literally though is like I would say 100% for me but (laughs) same I can buy the yeah the weirdest thing he would be like so excited (laughs) (laughs) no but it's true it's like I don't know. I think I, I like that. I love that like example you gave just like sending a picture or like just saying like or hey, a I've been, post or yeah, send the sex therapist post like send for one of product. for one of our um one of our anniversaries, I think was an anniversary. I don't know. Maybe it was just for fun. Justin bought or I bought one of those like fun like guide things that that therapist is selling because I'm like, that's just like fun and different. Yes. And like and I'm like, oh, I bought this. And I can't remember if I bought it or he bought it. But regardless, one of us was like, we bought this. And then it's like, okay, cool. Then we're both like on board of that. And like go over like, hey, I'm actually don't want to do this. Like I'm not comfortable with that yet. Like, I don't know, having that like communication. And yes. And if you feel, I don't know, don't feel awkward. Like they're your husband and they should accept what you want. And And I, I mean, I don't want to say guarantee, but I am mostly guaranteed guaranteed (laughs) that they're going to be excited as well. Yes, completely. Okay, this is a good little segue. Um, addiction. Yes. Porn addictions, video game addictions, all of the addictions. I think you got like the addiction question. What yeah, was just, it? Like how, like what to do with yes. addictions, really. Yeah, that was the question. Addiction issues, video games, pornography, work, etc. Uh, so I think addiction as like a whole, but like specifically, th- we got a lot of questions about pornography addictions. For me, I would address just my personal, I mean, I can only speak from myself, but like what I would do in that situation is I would go get help immediately. Like we got a lot of really, really sad um, responses that were like, I've been holding on to this for years, like, or we just brought it up. We've been married for this many years and, or he told me he had no issues and I found it on his computer. And I found out like 
obviously that is a big deal and like do not ignore that like this person said we go through phases where i demand him getting help and other phases where i need to trust god and let the process go yeah that's really hard i just i'm obviously not in this situation yeah me personally i could never let it go like i I i would just i need would need like closure and help to know like okay this is what we need we can move on from it exactly and i think I know there's some men that don't love therapy. I mean, there's some women that don't love therapy. Completely. Like, no, I I think there's just people that don't like therapy in general. There's but, just like a connotation of therapy, which and I, I feel like the, we're kind of changing. We're getting rid of, but I feel like it's harder to like kind of get a man to go to therapy. Yeah. So if like your husband or your spouse is not wanting to go to therapy for like a porn addiction, I would personally just go by myself to figure out how to communicate, to communicate how to help him. What What can I do to make it better because I feel like a lot of the times when it comes to like an addiction, you as the woman, as the spouse start to feel like a parent. Like I'm checking his phone every five seconds. I'm checking his email. I'm checking his Instagram. I'm checking his TikTok. I'm checking his apps. I'm like, I'm mothering my spouse, which you don't want to do that. Yeah. And then everything else around like being sexually intimate with them. Like I, I can't imagine that being like a fun thing when it's like, in know. your head you're in thinking your head. about something yeah else. exactly and so i feel like just seeking help immediately do not ignore the problem yep because it will like get worse i mean and obviously an addiction is an addiction and i think i don't know it's hard because there has been like some things that like um one girl that we follow has like put out a, bu- a bunch of stuff about like pornography addictions and how like Sometimes when you overfocus on them, like it can all that can also be like super, super negative. And so I don't know, I think just the communication and addressing it and like what what it means and what it does to you is more important, more than, important anything. than anything. And I think having maybe a third party to communicate with is like extra, extra, extra helpful. Yeah. Like I also think something like a porn addiction or any addiction for that matter is something that you try to deal with by yourself because you don't want other people to know because it's it's, it's embarrassing, embarrassing for you and it feels embarrassing. Not that it is embarrassing because you obviously can't control what somebody else is doing, but you go through it really alone. Yeah. And, and like that, you shouldn't feel alone in something like that. And so having a therapist or opening up to a friend that can be helpful or yes. talking to somebody else about the issue so that you just don't feel like you're alone. And you know what? Like, you're, You're not, not alone, alone because, because the amount of messages that both of us got about this issue is huge. Yeah, which I think shows how big of an issue this is completely. I completely so agree. get help. Don't let it go on too long. I don't think it's about trusting God and letting the process run its course. Mm-mm. I think it's about getting help and trying to communicate the nitty gritty of where the addiction started, how we can get over it, how we can get help. I yep. think I think it's. I th- don't think it's about trusting God. I think no. it's about getting help. I agree and I think like addiction in other ways like somebody said video games I feel like that's like a huge thing mm-hmm. and one thing like our sister Kat has done because her husband really loves to play video games and she hates video games that yeah. they've come to a compromise like you can play video games for like this amount of time or like if you play it for this night like I'm gonna go out with my friends for a night yes. like they kind of do like a trade-off of that so that they're both not like mad at each other like he's yep. not resenting her for not letting him and she's not like mad at him for doing it yeah i love so the way they do it i think that yeah but we, and, we you've had other friends who like their husbands have horrible video game addiction yeah. and they literally do not care about their wife like they just want to play video games all day yep they like will go to bed at different times so that they can like play video games and that's what i was going to say about cat like 
that one night a week or one night a month, one night every two weeks that he'll go play video. He'll like play video games at night. Like he'll like stay up all night playing video games. But the next day he is helping. He's a good husband. He's not laying in bed. He's no. not lazy. He he knows that that's his one night to do it. And he knows that that's their deal. Like if you're going to stay up late night playing, like I don't care. You still need to be present tomorrow. I need help with the kids. I need help with the house. Like whatever it is. Yeah. You the, like yeah. nothing should ever video games, drugs, alcohol, anything, porn, nothing should come before your marriage. No. And if it's starting to come before your marriage, it's an issue. It's an issue. If it's starting to come and you need exterior help or a friend like whatever it is like start it's never okay for your husband to like say like good night i'm gonna go play video games for the rest of my night and like not talk to you no. like that's not okay unless you've worked that out but i i could have a hard time yeah. with that yeah yeah no i completely agree but I, I i think that there is like a happy medium especially with video games because i know a lot of men like love video games yeah like like our brother-in-law like i feel like that is a very good compromise yeah and like She's compromised it to where she can deal with it even though she hates them and he gets to still like enjoy something he likes. Yep. And I feel like not even addiction, but like really any like outside hobby or anything. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say. Justin loves to go play basketball. And so I like kind of hate it because it's always at night. And yep. then it's like it you can't just like go play basketball for like 30 minutes. It's like two and a half hours. And so it's like a very long thing. And so we make like compromises. I'm like, okay, you really love to do that. And I really want you to do it. And it's like good physical exercise, like whatever. So let, let me know in advance, like Tuesday night, I'm going to play basketball, like just so you know. Yes. And then same with me. Like I like to go on girls night. So I'll have to tell him. Which I think is communication. Exactly. Dude, DJ's new thing is fishing, Jamie. I'm dead. Fishing. And it's an overnight activity. That would be Justin's if he Because he wants to go it. camping and then fishing in the morning. And he loves it so much. And he's always such a happier human being when he gets home. Like like in the mornings. Yes. Like he'll get home like around like eleven AM and he's just like just wants to tell me about the fish he's caught and how much he was broing out and like camped in the wilderness. And I'm like, cool. I'm so mad at you. I'm so mad at you, but you're so happy. And I see that you're so happy. And so I can't be mad at you. Can't be mad. And he gives me an advance. That was like our thing. I was like, I need to know at least like two weeks in advance. Yep. Like we have to schedule this out. It can't be on a date night. It can't be on a weekend that we have a lot going on. We have, it's been going well. But it takes, well. communication. it takes communication. It takes communication. And I do, I do think it's hard with, with like husbands wanting to have hobbies outside of like work or school or something because yeah. I'm like, you're already always gone. Like, why do you need to be gone more? Oh, but yeah. Because work or school is not a hobby. Like no. they need hobbies too. They so. do. They do. And it's important. Um, okay. Kind of going off of that topic, but sharing bank accounts in marriage or not, we haven't merged due to laziness, but wondering if it's better. We kind of talked about this, but. I would never suggest having a separate bank account. Same Z's. Wait, did we already talk about that? No, I think we just talked about it. Okay, I was like, wait, this sounds very <laughs> We went oddly. through all of these questions before because I was like, Jamie, we need to be on the same page with yes. our advice, which we were, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, we both have joint bank accounts. Yeah. So that works for us. Yeah. I mean, I think that I shouldn't say never because I know some people it works fine for them, but I guess for me, we've gone through seasons of life where like I haven't worked at all. Yeah, so, like, that's what I was thinking. If I didn't have a bank account, like... I would have zero money and then reverse like Justin's in school and I'm working. So yeah. I'd be like, oh, screw you. No, like, literally. I don't. So I don't know for us, it's worked because we have, maybe we're like married so young that we both didn't have a lot. And so we brought everything we had to the table and said like, this is ours. This is ours. But yeah. it, it, it does bring us on the same page with everything, with finances, with budgeting, with literally everything. Yeah. I think it, there's a difference between having like joint and split bank accounts and then also just like 
not being in charge of the money. Because yeah, I have a I lot totally of friends agree. that they have a joint banking account, but like they just did it because they did it, yes. you know, and then they like don't care about any of it. Like their husband deals with all of the finances. They Completely. don't know what's taken out. They don't know how much money they have. But to me, it's just like, it's just the idea of like, what's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, you don't we have bring to. Everything we have and it's yeah, like, this is ours. You don't have to like be on top of budgeting if you're not a budgeting person. No. You don't have to be on top of the bills or whatever. If you want your husband to do that, that's fine. But for me, I just, I'm like a what's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. Completely. That's and just same. That, that makes me on the same page. And like, like DJ could I care would, less. I would never be like, I, I would feel very weird being like, you're paying this bill and I'm paying this bill. Like, but then I would be like, I'm a very fair person. So I'd be like, mm, no, you pay, I paid $5 more than you. You would do like, that. you owe me Chick-fil-A. I'm so dead because like, you would totally do that. I, I don't know. that For me, that would just wouldn't work. It would just be keeping score all the time. And I can't, I don't want to keep score. No, like, I don't We both contributed a lot of hard work to the marriage and like, that's just what it is. Yeah. I so agree. if you're struggling with that, I would suggest sharing a bank account. But if it works for you. That's great. I'm happy. I know. I know a lot of people at work. Yeah. Far, and if it works for you guys, like that is amazing. Totally. Props to you. But if you're asking this question, I, yeah. I gotta think there might be some keeping score there that like yes. it doesn't work for you. Exactly. Kind of thing. So exactly. Um. Okay. How to talk about finances? Single income, living paycheck to paycheck. But he won't say what our budget is or break it down, which is similar to yes to the finances. Finance. What do you think? I think that. I think you I mean, had a really good point on this. Which yeah. Is why. I think that you need to like, if, if he doesn't want yeah. to break it down for you. Sorry, I was trying to get my thought. I like, knew what you were trying to say. Together. If he doesn't want to break it down, like you can create a spreadsheet. You can create a list, like write it on paper, whatever you want to work for you. But like, you can do it and you can do everything and then you can just present it to him like, hey, I did this and like, I think... I'm noticing our spending habits notice- are leaning this way. Yeah, exactly. And I think a huge thing is like, Justin and I have had to learn this. Like he always will want to talk about finances and he'll bring it up at like the literal worst time. Like we're driving in the car with both of our kids screaming and he's like, hey, I noticed like you spent this much at Target the other day. Like what did you get? Or like he'll say like, oh, what what have you been like doing? And it's like, oh, really? Like this is the worst possible time you Literally. could ever bring this up. And then I get like annoyed and I'm like, I don't want to talk about finances when like it's like this because it's negative. Yeah. Like I want to sit down and say like, okay, Sunday afternoon, let's talk about finances. Let's talk about our budget. Let's figure out where we're spending. Let's figure out what we need to like spend less on or what we can spend more on, like whatever it is. And so I think having a time and a place to talk about it is most important. I agree with that. And then and also not shaming somebody else's spending. Completely. Like don't go to your husband and be like, you're spending so much money on this, this, and this, and this, and yeah. you need to stop. Exactly. Instead, and be Justin like, and I have had those conversations like, like him being like, oh, like, what'd you get at Target? Like, it's a lot nicer than being like, you spent way too much money. That's totally. Because then it's like bugs me because I'm like, okay, well, I bought paper towels. I bought toilet paper. I bought cleaning supplies. I bought food for our family. Like, I bought school clothes yes. or I bought like diapers. Like, if if I can be like, this is what I got. And like, oh, and then I also got some stuff like that I wanted. I got some home decor. Like, yep. then it's like, okay, I'm like, it's not a negative thing. Yeah. It's just like more of, okay, let's not keep track. targeting somebody. Is, exactly. Yeah. It's not targeting someone's spending habits. But if your husband doesn't want to break it down, break it down. You break it down. Yeah. Break it down. See where you're spending. See where you can, you know, improve and then bring it to him at a good time. Yep. And say, these are where we're spending a lot of our, like, money. Like, maybe we could try to eat out two times less this week. Exactly. Like, Make, like, little goals yeah. or whatever works for you. I think that is a really good point. Yeah. I agree. Even if you don't have like a super strict budget, but to just to like know where you're at, I think is important in any yes, marriage. I agree. Really. 
My husband is on his phone all the time and never hears anything I say. I've made him aware of it and he knows, but he hasn't changed anything. Help, I'm losing my shiz. Which is funny that you ended with that. I think that that is different if he's working. I, that's what I was thinking too. Like if he's like chatting with his friends, like goodbye. <laughs> yeah, it's so toxic. Me and Jamie are on so the phone toxic. all the time. Goodbye. <laughs> no, if he's like, obviously, I don't know if it's not important. Like sometimes Justin likes to just like, call people and like find a deal and like he finds land and like we're never gonna buy it but he just wants to talk to them <laughs> like what are you doing like i don't know why he does it but he likes to do it so i don't really care like he literally will call somebody and be like oh what's it what's your price on your land like he just like wants to know what things are going for and like whatever and so justin's hobbies are hilarious i know it's literally what i would give to be like in justin's brain for I, a little honestly, bit honestly you wouldn't i'm so dead i'd be like analyzing and critical thinking 90 yeah. percent of the time <laughs> no thank you but no i think so like not that i can relate to that justin's on the phone all the time but i'm just saying like if it's something random yes like no no but if if he's working i think you need to set a boundary i would say like first of all for me personally i'm like works at work like School's at school. Like, yep. you stay at school as late as you... We don't have husbands that... I mean, you have husbands that works, but, like, DJ's in school. summer job, but yeah. yeah. But, like, when it's school time, I'm like, you stay at school as late as you need to stay at school. Yeah. I would rather you stay at school, do your schoolwork, then come home yep. and be present at home. Yep. The same goes for if you have work calls. Like, I would rather you just, like, stay at work or stay in the office yes. or you know, remove yourself from the situation and have a deadline, especially with work. Like I work till 6 p.m. I don't take calls after 6 p.m. You can call them back. Family time is just as important as work time. Oh, more like, important. Yeah. I know that there is times that like you have to take the emergency call or you have to do this, you do that. Like obviously we're talking about like every single day situations. And if you're like a busy worker and you have a job that like requires that, I think that, I, I don't know, I think to set that, yeah, to just set that boundary. Set boundary. Of, like this is the time that we need to be off of the phone. And also, this is like what I was really going to say, and I lost my train of thought. But I'm dead. But not again. Not again. <laughs> okay, well, I okay, no, no. If it's a busy season I'm dead. of like something going on, like in your job. Yes. Like I think of somebody that's like a, uh, an accountant. Yeah. Same exactly. Like it's tax season or we're doing something very busy. And, or like I know our friend Sydney has posted before, like with her husband, like he'll be selling a business or buying a business or we're doing, he has like a really busy week to set that expectation beforehand. Like, hey, I'm sorry this week. I'm going to be really busy. Like I'm going to have to take work calls after my, my yep. quote hours. I'm going to have to do this. Communication. So, communicate. Um, but I was going to spin that on like me and you because like there'll be times where I'm on my phone a lot yes. because my phone is my job yep. all the time. And like, I'll be like sitting, like the kids will go to bed and I'm sitting on the couch just like scrolling TikTok, trying to like have inspo, come up with ideas, whatever. And I'm like, holy crap, I've been sitting here for an hour and we haven't said a word to each other. Yep. Like Nothing. that's crazy to me. And so I have to like be super intentional on when I'm on my phone as like a woman, you know, like, cause I, it's just my job and I'm yep. on my phone and whatever. But what we do for me and DJ is we have like no phone zones. Yes. And there's like a couple of different like specific spots that I know that we're not gonna be on our phone. Like during the summer, we always like, not always, I shouldn't say always, but like I'd say four days, four nights a week, we get in the pool when the kids yeah. go to bed. And so that's a no phone zone because yep. we don't have our phones in the pool. So yep. like, I know that's very intentional. Like if I like feel like we're not getting enough time spent together, I'm like, let's go get in the pool. Neither of us will have our phones. We just get to chit chat, which is great. Yes. During the winter, it's nice outside. So we'll go for walks, yeah. you know, and that's a no phone zone because you can't really walk and look at your phone. Yeah, completely. Or we'll like play a game. And so yep. I know that those like couple things, like 
make us stay off of our phones and we call it no phone zones yep. and we just get to sit and talk and like we've just made it like really intentional that we are not on our phones during that during period of time times. so again being intentional communicating your needs and like this girl said that she i don't want to say it's oh she said my husband so it's a girl she <laughs> said that she talks to him about it and he doesn't hear anything she says but I would maybe try to find the activities that you can do without your phone and maybe even just put your phone in a different room. Yeah. Go plug it in in, in your room and yep. don't have it near you. Yeah. You know, and if he needs to go check it once every 30 minutes because he has work calls, like that's fine. You can go and check it like really quickly and then like come back. Minute. Yeah. Like literally. Exactly. No, I, I agree with that. I think just having that time that you don't have it, whatever that means to you is important. The last one, because we've we've done a lot, which I love doing a lot, and there's still a lot we could do. But there's so many more. We'll but. do like more advice things because I really like doing these. But how to manage an extrovert me being married to an introvert, my husband. Same girl. <laughs> That's Kenzie. So. I, this is actually the last question I got was how to balance two different personalities. Yeah. So similar. Yes. Questions there. You go. Do you want me to go? Okay. Yeah, take your I'm an extrovert and DJ is an introvert. But I feel like at the beginning of our marriage, it was harder than it is now because I think like understanding our like personalities more and like I can see DJ's perspective now and he like can see my perspective. I remember when we were very first married and I wanted to like bring brownies to a new person in our apartment complex and I remember DJ being like, let's just drop him off. And I was like, no, I want to like talk to her. And he's like, no, I just want to drop him off. Like that like makes me anxious. And yeah. I was like, no, you're fine. Like I want to talk to them. Like I wanted to stay in chit chat. And he like just wanted to like drop him and go. And I could not see his point of view. Like I just did not. I couldn't like, no. wrap my head around like why you don't want to talk to people. Yep. But in his mind, he's like, that is like my biggest fear. Like he doesn't want to talk to people. Yep. And so I think once we've communicated and found like our personalities we can like understand it better like oh, yeah. dj knows i'm not gonna stay somewhere for three hours when he wants to like leave right away yeah but he also knows i want to go and do something and so he comes with me and he's supportive of the of time that. i want to spend there but i know i'm like okay we can be like in and out in an hour yeah and like going to something if we're like leaving to something i'm like okay we'll be like two hours like that's all I need from you. Like two hours, like we can do it, you know, yep. and he'll be like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And so I think that comes with communication yes. and time of being like, like understanding each other's different personality types and also having a give and take. Yeah. Like I'm like a busy body. I want to leave the house, which DJ's like more chill and like wants to like hang. Chill. Yeah. But I also feel like that's very good. Yes. Because if both of us were busy bodies and both of us didn't want to ever be at home and do things and go, 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 we would never hang. We would never just sit and chill and hang out. Exactly. And so it brings, it levels me back down. Yeah. And then it makes DJ try new things, yes. which I think is like a really good give and take in yep. our marriage. But it takes time and communication to be able to get to that point. Yeah, I agree. And take personality tests so you know. So you know. And like, yeah, I feel like I can understand his personality type so much more with like communication. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and like knowing what you guys both want. Yeah. And I think also like DJ is really good at being an extrovert. Like he can like talk to anybody. Yeah. Like he's good at talking to people. And so I think like that's why I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. Yes. Like, but I think most introverts don't do that, though. Like, they're more quiet when they're around people. Yeah. No, and that's and what so I'm that saying. that would be really hard to, like... That's why it took communication. Yeah. To be like, why? Like, wait, you're so good with people. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, like, you, like, don't want to be around a bunch of people? Yes. But it was because I he's good at, like, playing it off and he can, like, talk to people. So it just, like, took me back. Yeah. Like, at yeah. the beginning of our marriage. Totally. Like, no, you're so good at this. And you, you love people. What do you mean you don't like people? Like, what yes. do you mean you're, like, an introvert? Like, 
I just felt like taken back by that a little bit. And so it was learning different, like, like coping mechanisms and techniques and communication, you know, and being open about like what he expects from when we go out. And then like what I expect from when we go out, you know, and like setting a time limit or like doing the things they want to do as well. Like if DJ wants a chill night in, I'm like, yeah, let's do a chill night in. Like, let's just do that. Don't force them to do something you want to do. Like make sure you're having an equal amount of like, date nights that they want to do as well yeah and I think if your husband like because you're saying DJ can turn it on for people when he's around people but I don't think normal people can do that I get I'm trying to like no no no, I get people can't do that and so if you need to fill your cup with extroverted things find like a girl group or find a friend no I completely agree with that you're you and your husband can do something like a little bit more like more on his end of like yeah chilling or like laid back or like not groups of people like yeah but then he can like still feel comfortable, but then you can fill your extrovert cup with like other activities. But there are activities that like I want to do with my spouse, you know, yeah. like big group things. I'm like, I don't yes. want to be left out oh, of totally. that. No, and I don't think not to do them, but yeah. But like to you set said, a just time finding limit that balance and, of like, yeah, like what, where let's like both do a little bit of each other's things. Yes. Like DJ likes to like be at home and just chilling. And I'm yeah. like, let's go out and do this, this, and this. The big group of people. And yeah. he's just like, I want to be alone with like, you. I don't want to do that. And I think yeah. I like have to take it as a compliment of like, he just like wants to spend time with me. Yes. Like just me, you know, like yeah. he doesn't want outside noise. Like he just wants to be with me. Like completely. Try to spin it in a positive like manner yeah. of like. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, he's, but I think it, again, I think it's good to have different personality types because it, it brings you, can, you back to earth. Yeah. You can balance each other. Yeah. For sure. Which is really good. The end. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. And we're done. Um, Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook group. We always put a link in our bio, like in the description of the episode for our Facebook group. Get on there. It's fun. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of fun people on there. (laughs) I literally love that group so much. So we'll end with that. And we have new merch coming out soon. I think we're going to have that solidified this This week. week. We have to. so. So... Expect that to come soon. The Facebook group has already seen some sneak peeks and they're adorable. You guys are going to love them. So have your eye out for that soon and we'll see you guys on Thursday. See you guys. We'll hear you guys. You'll hear us. You'll hear us. us. We can't hear you, You but I wish we could. (laughs) We'll see you on Thursday on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.